Hello and welcome to AI Unfiltered with me, Ian Bowie, and our resident expert, Mikael Stormbom, where we will be talking about everything to do with AI in our modern digital society and what the future holds for all of us. Well, coming back to the creativity thing. So creativity while playing games is an interesting topic. Right. So, I mean, do you do you know of Minecraft, for example? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah. Or actually there's this game that I'm playing quite a bit called the no man's sky which is quite right okay no but the point is that in the game you can in these games you can build things uh-huh okay so you can sort of unleash your creativity in these sort of virtual virtual realms all right okay i mean my oh, the only thing i know about minecraft is the guy who developed it was a swede and what's this one you're playing no man's sky yeah okay yeah the, well the gimmick of the thing is that you're, you're sort of like a space traveler and there's basically sort of like procedurally generated universe. So there are different planets you can go and explore. And then there are various different types of animals and nature. And uh, the gimmick is that this has all sort of been like programmatically right. created. No one designed this per, per se, but rather it's sort of like automatically generated. And there's like quintillions of planets. And So, so what, what, what's the creative part for you personally then? What do you... Because then you can build your own like space bases and stuff. So that goes into this sort of like Minecraft thing where you can design your own base and have various components and... And things like that. Okay. See, when I when when I was a kid and I wanted to be creative, I got out the Lego building blocks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is basically like Legos, except yeah. without the physical right. pieces of it. Yeah. Or Meccano. Meccano was another yeah. one. Yeah. See, this, this is this is actually quite interesting because I mean, I've got to, like I say, you know, late fifties, and 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 these sort of things have never been part of my world, and I don't feel that I've actually missed anything at all you know to me yeah. being creative is you know, writing poetry writing a story uh maybe write a song um or or, or or draw a picture or take a photograph yeah yeah but the idea of playing a game until you literally mentioned it five minutes ago just wouldn't have entered my head yeah well no, yeah. I mean, it's as you said it's basically Playing with Legos, except you know, in, in but a virtual it's realm. Online, yeah. yeah. In a virtual realm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, quite therapeutic, yeah. actually. Yeah. Quite what? Therapeutic. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, it's a nice way to sort of uh, take your mind off other stuff and just yeah build your space base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, mean, I I I would take out um, my my notebook that I have here, and then I, I would I would start sort of writing. And doodling, like I do. You see, this this is me being <laughs> creative <laughs> and silly, and just writing down funny little things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty basic, simple stuff. Um, but actually, it's it's um, it's quite funny. Yeah, th th this was something. I, I, actually, I didn't even date this one when I wrote it. The days of Robin Hood. It was, um, what is the hope for all mankind, consumer society, materialist mind? Credit and the never-never, hopes and dreams lost forever, shattered by the boom and bust, fueled by greed and populist lust. The time has come, we must decide, for from our sins we cannot hide. We have but only ourselves to blame, stand in line, heads bowed in shame. But do not cry, do not despair, for there is hope for those that care. We can rebuild, we can make good, just like the days of Robin Hood. <laughs> so that's how I entertain myself. 
yeah, little funny rhymes and and poems and yeah, stuff like that. Maybe I should look at your uh, your uh, what was it called again? No Man's Sky. No uh, Man's Sky. The space right. game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is it popular? Uh, it's very popular. Is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It has a sort of like a lo- long story because they're well, they had a very ambitious vision for the for the game, and when it was released, they were nowhere close to realizing that vision yet. Right. So it was very, very limited compared to what has sort of been promised. So there was a huge backlash against it, but then they've spent like the last six, six, seven years then gradually adding more stuff. So do you pay a monthly fee to play this game? No, no, I do a one-off. It's a one-off fee, yeah. and that's it? Yeah. Okay. And they keep developing it and, and, and... And they keep on, because they want to realize the original vision, so... So I think that's... Oh, is, 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 is this part of a larger gaming company where they have many games yeah, and yeah, this is just yeah. one of them? Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, well, so. I don't know how large the company is, but yeah, they right. have other, other stuff as well, right. yeah. So how, how old is this game? It was released in 2016. All right, it's been around a while. Been around a while, yeah. Well, they're obviously making money from it, otherwise they couldn't afford to keep I would think so, so it, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a massive industry, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a bigger industry in the movie industry and bigger in the music industry. Gaming, yeah, wow, it's huge, yeah, and of course it uh, became even larger during the the pandemic because yeah, of people stay at home people and people play games. Had time, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And they had nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, I, I think um, again, all right. Of course, there are games and there are games, but um, and I always seem to bring things back to education. But I think you could gamify education, couldn't you? Yeah, we have spoken about it in previous. Yeah episodes yeah. but yeah i mean imagine teaching architecture through through build the the tower of pisa and make sure it doesn't fall well, down. yeah I mean, there, was, there was something called yeah. sim city back in the day wasn't there do you remember yeah, yeah indeed yeah and that was about building a whole town or something wasn't yeah. it? yeah i mean it's still around and there are plenty of those skylines is a popular one as well all right. the same theme yeah, on this yeah. sort of city building yeah create your ideal world yeah you can create your your Utopia. Your utopia, that's yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. Would it be possible to actually create an AI that would then make games? That would be funny. It goes back to that thing we were talking about, you know, where y- y- you would have an AI just writing books that were then launched onto Kindle. Yeah, so we could do, that. We could do the right. same with it. Yeah. you could do the same with games. Yeah, yeah just, feed in, just feed in tons of uh, already existing game code. Yeah. <laughs> tried. And then it could write a new game. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be handy. A new hit game, preferably. But, I mean, the, 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 there must be limits. Like, you know, for example, when you're programming a game, the basics are always the same, aren't they? For any game, pretty much. There are some fundamentals to Dorian. Yeah. I mean, that's why there are these game engines that takes care of the fundamentals for you. Right. So you don't have to program it entirely from scratch. Oh, right, okay. So you, you've got a base that you can start with. But actually, the other day, we wanted to rent a film from Apple because we've got Apple TV. And it was a film called Battleship, which is a... Yeah, that is some high-quality cinema right there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's based on the World War II um, Atlantic convoys. So there's a little bit of historical... Oh, so, so you mean a different... Oh, not the battleship I was thinking about. No, no, this... Sorry, no, it's not called Battleship. It's called... Is it called Greyhound or something? Anyway, it's it's about because the North... Because the movie Battleship is based on the, you know, the board game <laughs> Battleship. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't that. No, I remember that. I've yeah. seen that 
film, load of rubbish. Um, or was it called Greyhound? It might have been called Greyhound. Shows you how much attention I pay to these things. But anyway, it, it's about the North At- it, during World War II, the North Atlantic convoys, when they were trying to get right. stuff across to the UK. Well, of course, you know, I was quite happy to rent it. Um, I never see the point in buying these things because not very many films in the world I'd ever watched twice. Um, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't rent it, couldn't buy it um, because it's an Apple original product. You had to sign up to Apple TV. Right. I didn't want to. But they very much wanted you to. Yeah. I'm sure they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, speaking about seeing movies uh, twice, I used to have a quite sizable DVD collection back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was before Blu-ray, which was before the current streaming. Oh, blimey, right, okay, well, yeah. that far back. Yeah, so I literally yeah. hundreds of them. Yeah, well, well, then my girlfriend moved in and I ran out of space. I needed to get rid of them. But by that point, all... Already, you you couldn't even give the DVDs away, so uh, we tried, right. tried selling them off. No one, nothing, away. just no. nothing. not even for a euro. Not even for a euro. No, right. no, no you literally couldn't give them away. No <laughs> one wanted. <laughs> I mean, st- streaming's taken over. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there are people that have have gone back to, for example, vinyl records, and and I yeah. even believe. Well, that. I mean, when it comes to music, I do like to have like a physical. Yeah. copy of, of an artist that I like. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, I mean, they compens- get basically no compensation for. From the streaming it, services. Yeah. yeah. So not that they necessarily get a whole lot for, no. for just a physical copy, but it's nice to have a physical copy as well, because of course it has happened that if you listen to that music goes away from Spotify. Right. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like for you... example, you can't listen to Neil Young on Spotify, example. Oh, right. Okay. Because yeah. he took his stuff off there, for example. Right. So I then it's nice to actually... See yeah. that as a big loss personally. <laughs> uh, just as an example. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, imagine if an artist that you actually liked. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, no, right. <laughs> you would lose, like, you know, all of Elvis or ABBA or the Beatles. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. by example, yes. So where's his music now? On... Uh, alternative music service of your choice so is it on apple for example i imagine that it is yes we can do we, we can do a quick check here yes. people <laughs> let's have a look and see shall we see neil there he pops up neil young yeah and yep yeah, you can get neil young on apple people if you really want to yeah why not yeah okay yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah and or for the younger demographic it used to be for example taylor swift she did not have her music on on spotify because as oh, hmm. objection to how the how the compensation worked or rather right okay, the lack yeah, of compensation yeah. so taylor uh, swift taylor swift taylor swift she also seems to like apple people there you go so neil young and taylor swift both on apple music yeah excellent we are also not sponsored by Apple. Music, no, we're not but, sponsored by Apple, but, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I can highly recommend living inside the walled garden, as they call it. Yes. And in fact, we're using the Spotify ecosystem to get this podcast out. Oh, so. shit, yeah. <laughs> no, but we're also on Apple Apple Music as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, so I hunted down a book from a second-hand bookshop because I, I had remembered that in my childhood I had read this book, mm. but all I remembered was the, the sort of like the central premise of the book. So the protagonist, he wakes up in a foreign country. He has no idea how he got there. He doesn't speak the language. So he can't make himself understood. He doesn't even know where, where he is. And then, so then this sort of mystery unfolds. So right. for him, and uh, that, that, that was all I could remember of the, of, of the book. I've been Googling that sort of plot point for, for years to try to figure out what the, yeah, what the book was. What the book was. And mm. 
to, to no avail, but then, then suddenly it struck me that maybe the author was Hungarian, and mm-hmm. then, and then it came up. The, so the, the book in English is called Metropole, the book. Oh, okay. So, so then, I, then I found it. Right. And you bought it? And I bought it. In what language? In Swedish, because I had read it in Swedish right, back okay. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, that was sort of interesting, because I, I've always taken pride in my Google search skills. I've been able to find... Right, and this, the, this one was eluding the, 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 yeah, the, the, yeah, This was yeah. my white whale. A little right. bit elusive, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I think that that's probably one disadvantage of being English, is that, you know, there's so much literature available in English from English authors that, that you don't tend to spend a lot of time hunting down um, other books from even translated authors, you know... Um, I don't know about other people, but I, I, I always think there's something missing from a book that's been translated. Um, you know, whether it's the the feeling or there's something always missing from a translation. Yeah, I mean, book. I, I, I agree. So I mean, if I if I yeah. happen to speak the sort of the source language even mm. passively, then I prefer to use absolutely to read it in the original yeah. language. Yeah. yeah, it's the same with films. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's it's only recently when when you know Scandinavian noir became such a huge thing um, that I really started taking an interest in non-English series or films or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I've also known, actually the French make some very good action films and detective films and things like that. Well, they invented cinema after all, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, <laughs> No, but of course, because I know, like, for example, in, 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 in Finland, you know, you're so used to having all kinds of literature and also film from all over the world. You know, I mean, I, I know German German detective series are oh, yeah, yeah. very popular. Yeah. Um, Swedish, of course, um, and, and many, many others. So in a way, you've got a sort of a richer variety of... Um, source material. Oh well, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. only so much domestic material yeah. available at well, the end of the day. Yeah, so indeed, um, much of which is due to budgetary restraints. Indeed, of questionable quality. Sorry to say, <laughs> but true. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, no. Um, I think it makes you lazy when your native language is English. You 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 kind of lose that curiosity. You know, oh, why do I don't want to watch that French rubbish? You know, so let's find something English. Um, yeah, I guess you're just not used to, you know, no, no, to no. foreign languages in a way. Yeah. yeah. Or is 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 there an English version of Seven Samurai? You know, <laughs> um, you know. Why, why yeah, there's that Western. What's the name of it? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Western. There's a Western movie that's uh, basically a, in a in a sense, a remake of, of, of the, the Seven, Seven Samurai. Samurai. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Well, there was the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, it might it be that one? I don't know. Well, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think you maybe you, you miss out as well, you know, um, on on cultural understanding, cultural empathy. It's difficult because of, of course, in my opinion, you know, I mean, I write, and and, and in my opinion, what's happened with the um, ability to allow everybody to become a writer is yes, of course, you allow new voices to be heard, but you kind of devalue the whole. Um, area because suddenly there's so much more dross out there as well 
and, and it becomes very difficult to find the gems because there is so much rubbish that you've got to sift through. Well, maybe AI could play a role around. Literary detective. No, but an AI quality assessor who goes and looks at it. Aha, well, yeah. This is a good piece of writing right here. So if we get a literary critic. Well, well that's <laughs> right. You know, I mean, who only likes James Bond-esque um, sort of, you know, plots, then, then anything else is just going to get thrown in the slush pile, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Then, so then we need AI, AI literary agents with different tastes yeah. to... Well, you do. And actually, what is quite interesting is um, if you read, um, for example, I think it was Leslie Charteris, wasn't it, who, who, who wrote the Saint books. Well, if you try and read the Saint books, they are just heavy going. Right. But if you watch the Saint television programme, it's great fun. Right. I yeah. Love it, uh... Yeah. There's, there's, there, there, there are three examples that I've got of where the books are not as good as the television series that, that were a spin-off from them. One is The Saint, another one is Lovejoy, and another one is Morse. You know, the Inspector Morse yeah, series. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read a couple yeah. of the Morse books. Yeah, well, then there are some books that are just completely forgotten, Gone with the Wind, for example. Yeah. Well, because okay, that is because the the the, the, the programs the movies yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that, but then you see you, you go to children's literature and we talk about my absolute all time favourite children's author Roald Dahl um, and a lot of his books have been turned into films but I would still go for the book every single time you know Charlie and the Chocolate sure. Factory James and the Giant Peach you know um, they they're, they're just such good stories and such good books but. In my opinion, the films just don't do them justice. Um, you know, even though they had, was it Johnny Depp as, as Willy Wonka and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But no, well, no, I mean, sorry. Of course, there's one from the 70s as well. You know, with Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, Roald Dahl, okay, he wasn't, well, he was sort of English um, via Norway and Wales. Um, but, you know, two Americans playing Willy Wonka. Come on, guys, you know, would have been better off with Ken Dodd. Um, but yeah, no, they, they, they didn't work. Um, and actually, um, if you've ever read the Ian Fleming James Bond books, they're very good. I mean, I, I like the films as well. I think that there's an example of where the book and the film work quite well together, even though the stories of the later James Bond films diverge quite considerably sure um from from the original book i mean the spy who loved me um the book and the film you know i mean the only thing they share in common is the, is, is the title yeah. yeah well then there are of course those pieces of work where where the movie and the book are sort of adaptations of each other so 2001 comes to mind hmm. the a space odyssey is the Stanley right. kubrick yeah yeah movie and the book they kind of sort of were created at the same time in a way right yeah you see that's not really my thing um about the only yeah, sort of but they are both classics yeah, in their yeah, 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 respective yeah. i mean the only yeah. sort of science fiction thing that i ever really had half an interest in was star wars uh, and that was the original film of what 1976 76 yes yeah yeah um okay I, I grew up with star trek um in the sort of 70s and very early 80s um and, and the early doctor who's um, so yeah, I think I think you would definitely need many 
AI critics for all the different sort of styles and genres so that there's something for everybody. You've been listening to me, Ian Bowie, and my colleague, Michael Stormbaum, on AI Unfiltered. And for more episodes, please go to AIUnfiltered.com. Thank you.